Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Welcome to the podcast. It is the Riot Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Yay, thanks for listening today, guys. We're always planning to listen. Happy uh, <laughs> Friday. Ho- yeah, hopefully we won't uh, turn you off. They could with just the stop intro. the podcast yeah. at any yeah. moment. <laughs> that's, oh, that's uh, hard to think about. I wonder how many times they listen to the intro, but they don't make it to the podcast. They you get know, halfway through the intro, and they're just yeah. like, nothing, nothing I mean, else. A lot of our podcast numbers show that most people go through the whole podcast, uh-huh. and I know you guys have confirmed that when asked like uh-huh. how how long into the podcast do you normally make it because we don't keep our pot like there's longer podcasts they're like 43 <laughs> minutes on yeah. average and i think that's a pretty good amount of someone to make through in like you know one one sitting that's that's enough for us to talk yeah, yeah like, like a short drive us. you know if you need something to listen to for like yeah. a medium length drive yeah so i think i think you guys are good <laughs> <laughs> you promise to keep listening right yeah <laughs> We won't make it longer. We'll try anyways. Well, that means we got to wrap up now. Yeah, right. exactly. So uh, today on the podcast or on the show, we talked about, I saw this video before you guys talked about it, and it was the alligator trash can video. Yeah. And, uh, and just in my mind, like I would never in my uh, ever try to attempt something so really? dangerous. But never. if you lived in Florida, it's different. No. So, like, the alligators would be, like, here, like, our coyotes or something like that. Still, never. <laughs> never. I would never approach a wild well, animal. You wouldn't go, yeah, you wouldn't okay, attack a coyote. what if an alligator was going after Jim, your dog? See, now, now, then I go into, like, parent mode. So, uh, she's different saying than... he had his kids around. Oh, Superhuman yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Thing. It's like if Jim was being, like, crushed by a car. Yes, I would lift up the car. I mean, no question. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, me? Like, I, I am disgusted by my trash can. It's so dirty. That I wouldn't want to touch the trash can. Uh, that would be I'd the turnoff. It wouldn't be the alligator. Like, no, we're doing something else. Yeah. I would hold him down. <laughs> I I always thought uh, that with alligators, I know it would be one thing if it was a sneak attack, but obviously in the video that's not what happens. So I was, I always thought if it's an alligator, I just I'll walk around. I'll just t- take a few extra steps around him. They're not. I mean, I know they're fast, but they're not gonna just. This, get you like that. You can like avoid an alligator. The, yeah, it's not. it didn't seem like that was the time, but you don't know. You're not in the situation. You need yeah. to look up the video of the alligator. He stands up and he rings the doorbell oh, at no. someone's house. What? And he's just there hanging out at the door. Oh, my god! It's amazing. They're friendly creatures. Yeah. <laughs> well, really, they just want to say hi, and yeah. we have the problem. But yeah. this is a, it's a great video to watch. Well, um, they're upset because they got so many teeth and no toothbrush. Oh, oh. my bad. Oh. <laughs> we right, talked now about they're stopping the podcast. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> way to go. Come on, goodbye, everybody. everybody Thanks loves, for listening today. Everybody loves uh, the water boy. Hey, don't we? If I could turn off Hudson's part, hey, I would. But... You know what? The we we've talked about how on Netflix, Adam Sandler movies—they're always so popular. So I'm just referencing. Are what you people the Adam love. Sandler of humor for that this show? That was an Adam yes. Sandler movie oh, joke. Oh, yes, Nikki's uh, talk... not in on Adam Sandler. I watched we a talk... couple. We talked about that and we talked about a little bit of college football 
uh, to get you ready for this weekend. So if you listen to this today. Yeah, hopefully you listen before all the games. Yeah, you'll get some good stuff. Or you can listen after the weekend, and then you yeah. can listen how wrong we are about yeah, everything. Right. And all, all the good games we thought would be good that aren't. I was about <laughs> that. We also talked about if you're preparing for the Super Bowl, the halftime show was announced. Uh-huh. Um, and there's a bunch of big names in that one. Are you excited about <laughs> it? Are you saying big names? There's big names. I mean, big old, names. They're, they're old big names, yeah. but they're still big names. <laughs> like, it's a lot of big names. I mean, for I was looking back at some of the recent halftime performances, and uh, there's just more people yeah. in this one than uh, a lot of the ones Basically, in the past. Basically, everybody just references the Maroon 5, like why would uh, you choose them instead yeah. of other stuff, but yeah. you'll hear in this, Hudson has a fantastic idea that I think would be so amazing. They'll never do it, no. but it's a great idea for an alternative to the halftime show. Yes. I, I'm, I'm definitely in on that. You know what we could do is we could have... Uh, you just I mean, for my idea, you could just switch it to an alternative channel. Yeah. You can make your own halftime show. Oh. People don't understand that about the Super Bowl. You don't have to watch the halftime show that you they don't. put on. How about you put another football game uh, in the, in the <laughs> thing? Yeah, the thing, and like there's they just stop thinking. They they gotta come up they with sh- something. Yeah, else. they should let like little the like peewee players come out and yeah. do football at halftime. Uh, That'd be fun. Oh, like the puppy bowl. I was yeah. about to say, I was about to say, you could always just flip over to the puppy bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's always just a nice is gentle Jim, thing. Is Jim going to be involved in the yeah, puppy Jim bowl? Jim was involved in the puppy bowl. I'm telling you, ratings, ratings. went skyrocket. Through the roof. Right. Oh, they put a puppy bowl and they put an alligator in there to chase Yeah, just toss him, him around. <laughs> toss him in there. Yeah, the it's, it's always good for your, if your team is losing a lot in the Super Bowl, then mm-hmm. you just flip over at halftime. You let some of the, uh, the bad oh, vibes go away. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of anger you flip over to the puppy boy you relax you watch the second half and then you cry after the game Aww, <laughs> i love football don't you yeah i know That's right the best. well enjoy the podcast today thank you guys for listening the whole way through mm. even despite hudson and we appreciate if you want to text over the weekend if you find something you want us to talk about just send a link and text us at 877 to radio you and you might make the podcast on monday all right guys we'll catch you later have a good Bye. weekend why pay for so many streaming services that you don't really care about when you can not really care about the riot for free? Radio U. I feel that a lot of us have been here where you need to move some furniture and your car might not be the most appropriate. But you got to move but it. You got to figure out a way to do it somehow. Or maybe I, it's a Christmas tree or, or you know, just something large. <laughs> I feel like I frustrate Eric when I ask him to move something and I'm like, just make it happen. I don't yeah. care how it happens. Just yep. make it happen. It's, you don't realize <laughs> that it has to actually fit in the vehicle it's supposed to go into. It does. Because if you're moving something, especially driving it, like you have to be safe about it. Uh-huh. But you still want to move it. So what do you do? If you only have something that, you know, really at first you wouldn't think works out. Yeah, well, some some people, you just have to improvise. Some people will take that as, well, I'll just put it on any any old car. Challenge yeah, accepted. Yeah, challenge accepted, exactly. <laughs> and that is what this woman in Estero, Estero Florida did. She uh, is driving a convertible Mini Cooper. She is in the driver's seat directly <laughs> beside her diagonally from the windshield of the convertible to all the way hanging off the back (laughs) is 
a full-size couch. It is. That's dangerous. It is dangerous. First, you're that like, wow. Well, roll how, right off. How does that fit? I. She's holding it. That's my favorite. Like, yeah. that's going to do anything uh-huh. if it starts to fall <laughs> off. It does look like it has one strap on it, but it's not strapped down properly. No, there's, there's not a lot keeping that in place. And, yeah, the woman with her arm on it as if, although I've been there. I've been there where I had uh, actually somebody that used to work here. I was helping them move a big piece of furniture. Uh, we put it in my Jeep. And we had it hanging out the back. Yeah. So we had the, just the trunk open. But so then he's he's in the passenger seat holding it with his hands as if he's going to be able to catch it from sliding out. <laughs> if you're driving, if we go over a fast. bump or something. <laughs> so it's just something you do to make yourself feel better. Well, but, I mean, who hasn't moved a mattress and you're just like praying and yeah. holding it down? But for this, this is completely open. I mean, yeah. a, a mini Cooper convertible. So they say that, you know, if you do try to move something like this. You might get a citation. I'm just more like, how did she get it in there? Where's yeah. the person that helped her with that? Yeah, because it's too big of a couch for her to have picked it up herself. How did she go buy it? Like, did she pick it up or something? Did, did the, this is totally, you know where she got this. Facebook Marketplace? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Craigslist, next door. Like, she didn't actually go to a store. And the person was like, well, yeah, no, they're not going <laughs> to. Here, why don't you pull around the back? This was a. We'll put it in there. I mean, the couch doesn't look so bad, but uh, it feels like a curb alert. <laughs> <laughs> the person, the person, curbside pickup. Yeah, this is uh, the person that that was giving it away. Didn't even see her off with it. Sure, they just left it out, and she was like, "This is a deal," and all she had was her Mini Cooper. And I know that it's not right. Like, it's not that's not safe. But yeah. on the other hand, I think it's surprising and like kind of awesome <laughs> yeah. that she's managing to get it done yep. to move the couch. You can't even be mad. You're just impressed. <laughs> Which is why, actually, I'd be more embarrassed afterwards uh-huh. if I found out that I was a internet topic <laughs> because of you know moving this couch in a Mini Cooper convertible. But we, we, all, we all get it because we've all been there. I had a, before I got the Jeep, mm-hmm. I used to have a Pontiac Grand Prix. It's a coupe. I can't carry any, although it did have a massive trunk. Yeah. But I got this futon on, uh, it was a Craigslist deal, and I had to fit it in the, so what I did was I took the futon apart. It was wood, so you could only take it apart so much. I had the slats so that they were going out the window. <laughs> and I was like, I hope I don't go any on any narrow roads because the slats were hanging way out the window. But I had to get it home. That's right. You're just like, okay, just close your eyes. Well, don't close your eyes if you're driving. But you, hold on, yeah, and we're going to get home you soon. Put your, uh, you put your hazards on. You drive really slow on the back roads, which is, again, not what this woman does. She was out on the highway. So. But you're right. You take the back roads. Yeah. Like, that's going to help. Right. Well, you go slower, less things to make it... Uh, it, less ways for it to fall off in well, your mind anyways. So the Florida lady, good job. Looks like you got the couch. It's nice. Yeah. The riot promise is that they'll always have an opinion on everything they talk about. But that doesn't mean any of their opinions will make sense. This is The Riot on Radio U. Usually when we have Florida man stories, uh, they're negative. And I guess even the last story, it was a Florida woman story. There's Florida people. There's Florida people. <laughs> and she, so hers was, uh, you know, some good and bad. It could have happened anywhere. This story is exclusively a Florida <laughs> thing, but it's actually a positive in a sense. And it's worth watching the video because, man, oh, yeah. he, he does it and it, it works out. We've got, uh, it's a guy in Florida having his little viral moment. His name is Abdul Gene Malik. And uh, he is the guy who fought off an alligator 
with a trash can. Yeah. And it's actually pretty impressive. So you see him in front of his house, and there's a gator, and he's uh, walking towards it. He's got the trash can, like a big, the big uh, dumpster you put out at the side of the road. And so he's got that tipped on its side, and he's pushing it towards the alligator so that it would be between him and the alligator. And then he's asking the people that are uh, filming him and that are around let me know when the head goes in mm-hmm. so that once the head of the Scoop alligator in. goes in, he can flip up the uh, flip up the garbage can, put it in head first, and close the lid so that the gator can't really get out. Now, and he accomplishes the feat. He does. Uh, some, especially people <laughs> in Florida, uh-huh. have said that this does walk the line of a baby alligator. Yeah, that's and right. It's not too big. You probably could have just stepped around its back and just <laughs> grabbed it that way. Uh-huh. But he did say there were a lot of people around. He didn't want it to just get angry and yeah. go after them. So it is nice that he did it, but it was not a full-grown alligator. Yeah, well, it's full-grown alligator that might not even have fit in that bin. Yeah, in the trash yeah. can. <laughs> the alligator is like, "What are we doing? Why yeah. are you putting? Why are you putting me in the trash can, is man? Is this what I am to you, garbage? Are you embarrassed of me? <laughs> are you just taking me away? I didn't find out like how like did he did he take it down the road and know. like dump yeah, it I out? Or? I, I would think that there's you know how there's you know dog catchers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I would think there's alligator catchers oh, in Florida. Is. Oh yeah, absolutely. So maybe they called them, but I didn't see that either. Although he did afterwards, uh, trying to capitalize on his viral moment, set up a GoFundMe to uh, start an alligator catching business. As, oh god! But it's like he set up a real <laughs> GoFundMe, but it's like it's a joke. But is it really though? If you're really trying to ask for money, then yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there is no uh, details on on what he did afterwards because if he was. You know, he did the work. He did right. catch the alligator. So if you had someone come in, it would just be removing it. Uh-huh. Or you could take it somewhere and just dump it yeah, over. Yeah, it's and, already in the dumpster. Yeah, just but don't leave it in there. Yeah, uh, maybe. But but that'd be easy for transportation. You just put it in your Mini Cooper and you <laughs> drive it away. Perfect. Yeah, you know, Florida has the best ideas for they these do. things. What, so do you, how do you think you would handle a alligator attack? Um... Well, it's not attacking. You mean an alligator in a place that you don't want it to? Yeah. Well, to be. What if an alligator was in your yard? Um, I you... would probably call and just yeah. keep an eye on it. Call Dude, Eric. I'd be taking pictures. Really? Be like, hey, I'm going okay. on live. What if an alligator is between you and your car on your way, and you need to go get into work? Uh, Are you calling in? You, yeah, it's like I can't come do the show, Hudson. I'm very sorry. Actually, it'd be the best thing for the show ever. Yeah. Oh, you, it'd be you a great story. On these stories. Unless you got bit. Again, this was more of a baby one. Yeah. Well, I think if you go in, grab it some cookies or yeah. food, or uh, we would just, you know, you can feed alligators marshmallows. Uh, just feed them some stuff. And Give I'm it sure peanut butter, it'll get it all gummed up or something. Perfect. Look at you. You should be a catcher, too. Yeah, I should. <laughs> new methods that they need to try out. They're like, uh, this Hudson guy's got a great new business. <laughs> the Riot Podcast. Radio View. You seen the little uh, spat kind of going down between Google and Bing? Well, it's and yes. This is the year twenty twenty one. You haven't woke, <laughs> you haven't gotten in a time machine. Honestly, when I saw some of the arguments going back and forth, I was like, oh yeah, I guess Bing is still around. Yeah, but I just assume Bing is if it's already installed on something. Yeah. And- oh yeah, it's the, it's the worst if you accidentally. If Click Bing is yeah, if it's if it's like the uh, default browser or no, the default search engine on something at, by accident, and then you're like, what is this? Listen, in my Apple world, it almost never happens. Yeah, but for some, I mean, if 
Use what you want. Uh-huh. I guess it's just normally going to be Google, not Bing. I want to know who's uh, who's out there still vigorously defending Bing. <laughs> someone's and... grandparent. Someone's grandpappy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they still use the Microsoft Edge browser because that's just what comes installed. <laughs> yeah, they never updated anything. Yeah. So, uh, well, in, in a recent, uh, it's a current lawsuit going on, it looks like. Uh, in the in Europe, mm-hmm. and as part of the lawsuit, Google, some of their info they were sharing was that Google, the term Google, is by far the most searched term on Bing. Yeah. People are actually looking for Google on Bing. Well, you made it seem a tiny bit like it was just something that Google has going on. Uh-huh. It's a $5 billion antitrust fine from the Psh, EU. That's nothing for Google. It's a big, it's I a drop it in the bucket. It has to be a big thing, and they want to get that overturned, so they were using the information that, hey, Google is not a forced thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they want to promote the fact that because the EU saying, hey, you forced people by having it already on these devices yeah. and it, there needs to be an opportunity for more things so that mm-hmm. people have choice and you're forcing people to use Google. Uh, but they were saying, hey, even if they don't have Google and they're using Bing, they're still asking Bing for Google. Yeah. So it's not a forced thing. That's just it's just that right. popular. So the, the argument is there's Google isn't the forced search engine. It's just so much better than Mm -hmm. all the other options that even when people get stuck with other search engines, they're looking for Google. Now, you could argue, uh, and I don't know how this whole lawsuit plays out, you could totally argue that uh, all the other stuff that Google pretty much forces on you, unless you want to be forced Apple on well, you. Well, they're not they're not talking about that right now. <laughs> okay, so one thing at a time, Hudson. Yeah, right. This is purely just the search engine stuff. But they also say that uh, Bing is also a popular search term on Bing. So <laughs> because they're probably asking what again, Bing is. It's your grand. It feels like a grandparents thing that. Uh, <laughs> no, say grandpappy. grandpappy. I don't know why, but we're just gonna use that. <laughs> grandpappy. <laughs> Type like it in it. Bing, trying to find what. How do I get to the search engine? <laughs> How, where, what do I, I'm trying to look for my spectacles. There you go. I don't know. And uh, they need that's you a to, real old grandpappy, it sounds like. They want you just to come over. They want to see you, first off. They also want you to come over because they did something wrong with their computer. That's always how it, <laughs> it is. It just keeps saying Bing. Bing. <laughs> they want you to fix it. But, yeah, that's the $5 billion fine that Google had uh, from the EU, and so they want to overturn it. It just feels like the year, I don't even, what year would Google and Bing? That was a, a brief thing because Google won so easily, but what what time was it when Bing used to be actually, when Microsoft would put on commercials for it on the TV? Well, the fine itself goes back to, I think, 2000, it looks like 18 maybe. Uh-huh. So before that. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. You know what? It was before I was here. So early, two, Why don't you again early ask, 2010s. Ask your grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you love about the riot plus a handy dandy fast forward option. This is the worst of the riot podcast. Hudson and Isaiah, since you're in the room together, remember he just said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Okay? As long as he doesn't say anything derogatory <laughs> about Ohio State, the segment is going to go so smoothly. I, I shall didn't make say, sure you guys aren't fighting.
competing anymore. Yeah, I didn't course. say anything bad about Ohio State. I just said uh, the game against Rutgers this weekend, it could be tough. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree yeah. with that. We'll see. Rutgers got a good defense. So. Well, maybe there is there any, like, what's the biggest uh, game set for this weekend, for there, tomorrow? There's a uh, bunch of good ones. Yeah, there's actually there's two top ten matchups. Uh, Cincinnati against Notre Dame, right? Yes. So uh, Notre Dame, I, I don't know. Cincinnati, they're from the smaller conference. So people tend to look down on them, but Notre Dame, uh, they've seemed vulnerable. They haven't really had a lot of, they haven't looked great in their wins, even though they're still undefeated. Then you also have Arkansas and Georgia in the SEC, so that could be wild as well. Yeah, there's a couple good ones. Also, Alabama takes on uh, Ole Miss. Yeah. Ole Miss is ranked 12. Obviously, Alabama is ranked number one. But, yeah, the two big ones are definitely the Arkansas-Georgia game and then Cincinnati-Notre Dame. If Cincinnati wants to make it into the top four, yep. they have to win this game. This if they lose chance. this game, then the se- they, they, there's no chance, a 0% chance, they will make it in the top four no matter what they do the rest of the season. Aww. You're right. You're right. And, well, you'll uh, still be in our hearts. Yeah, of course. We'll still love you. You just won't officially win anything. Yeah. The top four this year is wide open, too. I was trying to think, Isaiah. Like, obviously, Alabama or Georgia, whoever wins the SEC championship will be in yes. between those two. And probably if they both go undefeated till they meet each other, they'll both make it in. But who, I guess Oregon would be the third, but who is that fourth team? No, you know, it's, like it's, it's just wide open for once. There's right no now, Clemson there. I think Penn State, if they went out, like obviously the winner of the Big Ten is, I think, going to get in. So right now they're ranked number four. And then I think they're still going to put in, unless Cincinnati wins out. If Cincinnati wins out and wins this game, they will make the top four. But if they lose this game, they're done and two SEC teams will make it. But if Cincinnati wins this game, it's honestly the worst case scenario for the SEC because mm-hmm. they almost have to put in Cincinnati if they win out. They have to. Yeah. But remember, Cincinnati, if you lose, you're done with it. If you yeah. lose, Cincinnati, this is the game. <laughs> it's, it's over. It's you your only It's chance. over. You can't be like the person at the game because they're like, Isaiah won't stop being me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Win. You can play the rest of your games if you want, but if you lose this week, it is over for you. You don't even it's have to. Kind yeah. of wild to think that uh, there's two. that. Ohio State's game this weekend has less implications for the playoff and stuff. It's not the biggest game in Ohio of the weekend, (laughs) for an Ohio team anyways. Yeah, it's odd that Cincinnati is ranked above Ohio State. Very, very odd, but, you know, they're they're a pretty good team, and they they were good last year, and so hopefully I'd love for them to win out and make it in the top four. That'd be really, really cool. Uh, Some of the other games I look at that I'm excited to watch this weekend – I think Oregon Stanford. Uh, that's always a good game every mm-hmm. single year. Yep. Stanford is uh, good rivalry. A good, yeah, a good perennial powerhouse uh, in the Pac-12, and then as well as you know uh, Oregon might get upset too because I think it's yeah, on the road. It's in Stanford, and they, they they always get a couple good wins a year. Also, Michigan, Wisconsin. Michigan's ranked 14. Wisconsin just had a bad loss. Um, to Notre Dame, but they they helped with them until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and they fell apart. But uh, Wisconsin is like every single year dominated Michigan at yeah. home and they're at home again. So that's a tough game for Michigan. If Michigan's up at fourteen right now, so if they can get a couple wins in a row as well, uh, they could be a, a good team as well. But I think this one this week is definitely a trip up game for them. Uh, it could be a tough one for sure. Yeah, it's a, a lot. It's nice that last week uh, wasn't as exciting of a college football weekend. Not as many big games this week. We got a lot. I'll tell you guys what. You want to get an early start? Mm-hmm. There's a game tonight, 8 o'clock. Ooh. 8 o'clock Eastern. Iowa <laughs> going on the road to Maryland. Hey. Maryland is undefeated, and they've got uh, the younger brother of Tua from uh, when he played at Alabama. Now he's yep. with the Dolphins. 
Uh, they've got his younger brother, and he really doesn't want to be known as that. He wants he wants Tua to be his older brother. Oh, sure. So, he wants uh, to be better than he, that. He's going he's gonna to play well tonight, and the crowd's going to be wild. Uh, Iowa might be on upset alert. I always yeah. forget when there's a Friday game. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's so different. And this will be a really good game, too. Iowa's ranked number five. Another trip-up game, too. It's at Maryland. And Maryland has been quietly one of the better teams in the Big Ten. Yep. You said they're 4-0. And their quarterback, I think it's pronounced like Taula. Yeah. It's how it's spelled. It's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. Yes. But he has been thus far the best quarterback in the Big Ten statistically. And so they aren't really getting much hype because it is Maryland. But this should be a really interesting game. Iowa could come out and blow them out. But I wouldn't be surprised either if Maryland beats him in a high-scoring yeah. game. The, the crowd's going to be wild there. And uh, if, we, if Maryland wins, we'll find out how to pronounce his name. <laughs> <laughs> but if they don't, if we don't find out. If Cincinnati loses, they're done for the season. Yep. There's a, 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 it's a big weekend. Yeah, yeah. there's I a lot of pressure. I promise on Monday we'll look it up. We'll find out how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, enjoy the weekend of college football, everyone. Hudson sees the glass is half empty. But get this. He thinks a glass half empty is good. The Riot. Radio U. I love it when people can just work things out. <laughs> You know. Well, they're not saying, though, how they worked it out. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling um, some money was given and they called it a day. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever it takes. You have Disney. You have Scarlett Johansson. They're angry at each other. But doesn't it doesn't it say something that even Disney and Scarlett Johansson can put aside their differences and come together <laughs> for an agreement despite all of the money that That's Disney involved. allegedly costs Scarlett Johansson and despite the bad light that Scarlett Johansson publicly painted Disney in, somehow they they worked it out. They got in a room together and they said, look, they didn't, their we don't want to fight. We don't want to fight. <laughs> we want... <laughs> We want to have harmony. So how much will it take for us to not fight anymore? Basically, um, you know, when Black Widow came out and what really is the bottom of this is the fact that Black Widow did so poorly Mm -hmm. for what they thought it would do. Yes. And people just didn't like it. And Scarlett Johansson sued Disney saying, hey, you put it out on Disney Plus the same day it went to theaters. Mm. That wasn't a part of our deal. She got paid, I think, 20 million for the movie. And then she maybe could have lost out and could have gotten up to 50 million more Mm -hmm. uh, if it had done well in theaters. But people then chose to watch it on Disney Plus. Yes. So she's saying she didn't get the money that she should have, and that wasn't a part of their deal. Yeah, I guess apparently, even though it made money on Disney+, Plus, that how that money would go, would be Back distributed to her, to her was mm. not written into the contract, of course, because when the movie was being planned, there was no thought of, you know, the pandemic yeah. and Disney premiere access or anything like that. So she said it cost her a lot of money. Uh, so what did Disney do? Reportedly, they paid her a bunch of money, but we don't know exactly how much. They say uh, the estimates are in the tens of millions, which is very vague, but uh, maybe less than I'll 50, but more than <laughs> the 20 that she was already going to get. So they they uh, they added some in there, a little sweetener. Yeah. And now, now things are going so great that they already have another movie coming out. It was going to come out anyways, but... Uh, they are still releasing Scarlett Johansson in the Tower of Terror movie. Oh, I didn't ah, know that. Oh. Yeah. So they've at least. No one wants to see that either. <laughs> She's not going to make a lot of money on that she one, is what is you're thinking? She is the Tower of Taylor. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> she caused them a lot of problems. I was surprised because, you know, if uh, they. It seems like words were said mm-hmm. on both sides. 
because it was hard when you when you went and read a lot of the details concerning it. Yeah. You're like, oh, Disney's such a big machine. They must be awful. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, Scarlett Johansson got a lot of money for it yeah, anyway. Right. Like, it's both awful on yeah. both sides because uh, there's there's a lot of money involved. And not that... I guess you always wonder with businessy stuff like this, not that Scarlett Johansson must be some perfect person or not that she must be a terrible person, but you wonder how much she was even directly involved, you know, where mm-hmm. it was, if, or if it was just like, hey, Scarlett, uh, this is her age. Hey, Scarlett, we think you could have made a lot more money. And she's like, OK, do whatever. And uh, and then this whole thing unravels. You know, it's 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 interesting to think, and we can't ever know how much she is directly involved. What, what is she going to say? No, I don't want more money. So, <laughs> and you we're know. just at home, like, well, yeah, I'd like to watch it at home, guys. Yeah. Don't be mad. And she then she said <laughs> she turns on the news. What is this? What is this going on? It's like, listen, guys, okay, we just want to watch the movie, but not go into theaters. Yeah. So no one saw all this coming. No, it's uh, it, but it's hopefully they put it behind them. There, at least at the moment. Now Disney and Scarlett Johansson are saying that, or her people are saying they'd be happy to work together again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. But So then other people were supposed to be suing, like Emma Stone and a few others, mm-hmm. but they haven't said anything else. Yeah, maybe it's all just kind of going to—this is what you expect, not to, a lengthy thing. I mean, it went on for a few months, but not a lengthy thing. Just, they don't want especially this fight to Disney be in the just, Yeah, Disney just wants to— Make sure this is not what you're thinking about when you're watching Marvel or any of their other stuff. For Disney, I'm sure that's very important. So they just they'll, they'll pay to keep everybody uh, quiet. This is the Riot Radio. You remember, Nikki? It was only about a week ago that uh, I was in here, Isaiah was in here, and we were feeling uh, con- you were feeling concerned that we had the virus and. <laughs> Like, I was just so stuffed up and whatever. (laughs) No, but I will say, I keep mentioning, everybody always sounds very congested around this time. Uh, And that was a bad morning. That was a bad morning. Yes. It's something about waking up in the morning. uh, The the air is different or something. And then. It hits us hard. And when you're in radio, when you talk so much, like, you just don't get your, your throat doesn't get a break. Your nose doesn't get a break. Uh Nothing does. So you just sound stuffy. Yeah. But you sound better now. Yeah. No. No, I feel I feel better. Except you're sneezing this morning, but well, then I, I sneezed, sneezed twice. No, it was powerful sneezes. They were my sneezes are powerful. They were good. I'm a strong man. <laughs> uh, but I was thinking that okay, last week when I was feeling mildly like it was worse. You were just under the weather. Because now I feel fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this morning I sneezed and that and then I, that was it. But uh, last week before I went on the trip, there I had a couple days there where I was it was pretty it was rough just. Where you could get into work, right? You could go in and you didn't, you're not contagious or whatever, but it's just like, oh man, I'm not feeling, not feeling the best. But you think you can push through, you'll be fine. But then you don't realize until after you get better, how much better it feels to be better. Sure. And you don't realize how under the weather maybe you were feeling. Yeah. How how bad it was, even though you were able to power through uh, how difficult that was. And uh, I think, believe it or not, that's kind of how it is with Jesus. Where sometimes with when we're going through issues, we're like, no, I can just power through. I know it sucks, but I can, you know, I'm gonna be all right. I can do this on my own. And if but once you involve Jesus in your life, once you have Jesus to push you through that stuff with you, then you, you realize how much be, how much more you were struggling unnecessarily. Mm. And you realize how much better it is to be better. God wants to help you be better uh, to to when you're dealing with issues, you don't have to deal with it on your own. And so it's a whole a whole new way 
of facing up the stuff that you have to go through. And again, once you actually start going through stuff, when you have God on your side, when you have Jesus to help you through it, you'll look back at the other times you went through stuff. And you're like, how did I get through that on my own? It was so much worse than doing it with God. Jesus, your coworkers aren't helping you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're not and you need help <laughs> yes when you need that help and so god is there so if you if you want to know what that's like if you're ready to to take that chance and to see how things can be different god's there waiting for you jesus is saying hey i'm ready right now to help you if you're going through something if you're not i'm still here i'm ready to talk for when you are going through something because god is there for the good times and the bad just say, hey, Jesus, I'm ready for your help. I'm ready to uh, to have a hand to get me through uh, the difficult stuff I'm going through. And he'll do it for you. If you want to know more, check out RadioU.com slash free gift. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. Nikki, did you stay up and watch the football game last night? Um, No, no, I did not. <laughs> so you didn't see the Bengals defeat the Jaguars after being down 14 nothing in the first half? No, I normally don't watch football on Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, or any day except for Saturday. Shh, no, listen. Okay, I'll watch college football, <laughs> yeah. and every so often I'll watch a game on Sunday. Yeah. But, you know, we do the show on Fridays today, yep. obviously. Uh-huh. And so Thursday night games are pushing it a bit. They're not that interesting to you? Well, Unless it was a really, really, really good game. What if it was the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, I would. You're going to watch the Super Bowl? I watch it on when it's on a Sunday and we have work on Monday. Yeah, yeah or, I, I watch it. It'd be crazy if they moved the Super Bowl to another day of the week. They're not doing that, <laughs> fortunately. That's not the news. How's Friday night or Saturday night for the Super Bowl? How's that sound? Saturday doesn't sound so bad. Uh, let's see. So they announced yesterday for the Super Bowl the next halftime show. Did you see? What are, are they going to do? Oh, what older artists are they going to pick this time? They have they have a nice mix this time. They've got From older artists. They have uh, Dr. Dre, the famous uh, rapper and producer, will be the headliner. Yeah, and then he, but he'll also be joined by Snoop Dogg. Oh no, Eminem. Oh no, Mary J. Blige. Oh gosh, and Kendrick Lamar. What is? It's fine, I guess. I don't I normally think, watch the halftime stuff. I am. For the first time in a long time, I've actually seen the halftime show, and I'm like, you know, that might not be so bad, believe it or not. Are you be- thinking because there's so many people? Yeah. There's well, a greater chance someone might do something more interesting? I think there's a chance that I'll know some of the songs, mm-hmm. first of all. And well, you know what? I know that a lot of these artists have been around a while, but this feels like the first halftime show in a long time that they didn't pick out the artists trying to appeal to your aunt. You but know? it's very hard. Like, if you think about it, they have to pick people that are old enough that a lot of the target for football games mm-hmm. would be familiar with. Yeah. But then, you know, a lot of, of everybody who's younger is like, hey, why don't you pick someone more popular yeah, now? Yeah, right. But if, they're, if their popularity is too fleeting or, like, they're not recognizable yeah, enough, right. then that gives people to tune out. Like, you almost could not pick an artist who would make everybody happy. Yeah, for It'd sure. It'd be very hard. So, so here, that's why they have to pick, pick so more. many. Yeah. <laughs> if we pick, I really think you pick, uh, what is this, like five artists? So you pick enough, and in there, they have different, like some that are older. Kendrick Lamar is more is more new, and even the older names are people that uh, people would they're just familiar with. Yeah, that even if you're younger, you would know uh, and know some Drace, of their songs. Like, hey, my headphones. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 exactly. <laughs> so everybody, you you probably know who who some of these artists are at least. So I I appreciate that they're trying to switch things up a little bit. 
and not just go with the, uh, you know, again. The Beyonce's? Yeah, just the kind of stuff that, again, your aunt would listen to. Uh, in, in, and that would be why you keep throwing your aunt under uh, under the bus because it's not even it's not even your mom sure. you know what I mean it's like your your single aunt is like oh yeah I'm really into the weekend and Katy Perry sure. is what she would be she'd be excited saying. about it so this is what this is what I think is uh, do you really have an aunt I do I have uh, I have two single aunt well one's not really single I see uh, yeah so I've got I've got. But and this is that is the kind of thing they would be excited about. Feels, so maybe it's specific to me. It feels like very personal. Yeah. you keep saying them. Well, <laughs> or it could be like your. They could do the Super Bowl halftime show, and they used to appealing to your uncle. Why can't we? It just, was like Tom Petty or Steely Dan or something, and your uncle would be into it. You know how they do a new show, like they always premiere a new TV show after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like why can't we just watch a show during the halftime? A thirty, you know, it's thirty minutes. You could just watch the episode. I think then. that'd be confusing. Well, they can watch it in the stadium. <laughs> Put it on the big screen, yeah, exactly, and then we just watch it at home, and then we meet back and finish up the Super Bowl. You know, we, another idea. They never do this. What if they had a stand-up comedian? Oh, that would be so. Don't you cool. think that would be fun? <gasps> Oh my gosh, that's a great idea! Why don't you put? Uh, it'd be just as hard to find. It a, would, right? Because a comedian, they pick Seinfeld or something, right? But then it'd be like, oh, Seinfeld, he hasn't been funny in forty years or whatever. Yeah, and but that's perfect for your aunt. That, exactly, <laughs> and and for me, I guess. But then, yeah, you pick somebody younger, idea. and nobody would know who it is. So. Oh, that's an amazing idea. I'm uh, that. All right, we'll work on that one. We'll shop it to the NFL, see what they do. Yeah, I think I that would be more entertaining to me than watching. Uh, all the other halftime shows they've come up with. Yeah, you're probably right. And 30 minutes of comedy, you'd get you'd get more out of it than a 30 minute halftime show where each artist performs. In this case, like half a song. That's right. So that's yeah, a great to, idea. About to work on that. If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst of the riot podcast. Have we all put aside our savings because we're going to need to uh, bust it out this winter? What are we doing for the winter? Well, in addition to all of the other bills that go up in the winter, you know, like your Christmas, you have to do your Christmas shopping and you have to travel at Christmas time and stuff like that. You're also going to have to pay more for your heating. Oh, no. Is that going up too? It's, it's going up. It's gone up. Yeah. 180 percent over the past 12 months. So. Going back to last year, your uh, your gas bill almost be if that it's a hundred if it was a hundred percent that means it would be double right. So if yeah. it's one hundred and eighty percent, that means it's almost triple what you would have paid last year. I don't want to do that math anymore. No, I don't well, want to do that, Nikki. You're an adult. I know. Um, and listen, I tried. When I first moved out, I remember my dad coming over because in my apartment I wouldn't turn the heat on, uh-huh. and I think it was. Like maybe fifty eight sixty or something. Yeah, it's like no, you know, you want to see how how cheap you can do it and like how low you can keep your bill. Yeah, and I just remember them coming over and be like, "We're turning it on for you because <laughs> it's unhealthy." Yeah, uh, and and I tried. You know, you just you're cold for a bit, but yeah. then I'm just like, listen. I'll find the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn the heat on. I'll find yeah. the money. But it gets too expensive. It, once you get to, I think, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it depends where you live. But once you get to after Thanksgiving, as much as I'm with you, I try to uh, hold off you on try. using the heat at all. But once it starts to dip into the 30s, you're kind of like outside. Mm. You kind of really have to. And you wake up and you you tried blankets, but your nose is cold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you yes. got that time in the morning.
morning, you're like, I think it's uh, not going to be good for my health. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you, though, because, again, you're you're a real adult. If you have the gas thing where you, you spread have, it out throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, is it still going to be up? So you can with your oh, gosh, this is really adulting. I've never <laughs> done it, but you can like pay more because normally your gas bill is expensive in the winter, yeah. but it's down in, in the summer, summer. It's almost nothing. Your summer, your other bill for air conditioning, that's way higher, yep. but then it's less. So you can pay more throughout the year and it keeps you at a certain rate. Yep. But I'm sure they mess you over with that, too. Yeah, I, I always wondered how they uh, how they will screw you with that of how much, you know, because it's like they could. They'll, they're doing the math for you. Mm-hmm. And so unless you can also do the math, unless you know what you're doing, you, you it's like, yeah, $50 a month instead <laughs> of paying $300 three months a year. But that, you're paying it. Yeah. You're just spreading it out more. Right. So I I do the, uh, uh, they probably are screwing me over, but I do the, whatever they call, I mean, it feels like the budget plan or whatever yeah, yeah. so that I can just spend the 50 a month or whatever it is. But is that going to go up too? Or, sure or am I still locked in for now, but then in a couple months- is all of a sudden they're going to be like, and we've uh, locked you into your new rate. It's 180% higher. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> So what would that be like? $150 every month. I, I can't know. do that, y'all. I'm just disappointed because I have a, a smart home or it's, you know, set up as smarter. Yeah. And I get my energy and like my usage reports. Yeah. And dude, it's so bad to see those. They're like, you have unusually high. Really? And I'm like, you get that? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> but apparently I do. I think, I think you probably with your air conditioning you probably love your air conditioning i think i a do a little too much well i have doggies and they're yeah. always like warm like oh, they yeah. get too hot outside so i do it for them i always me. i get the emails where they send me the energy report and it's always like compared to other houses like yours you're doing good really? and i thought that was a lie i was like they just send this to everybody no. to make us feel good oh i get the worst ones really oh yeah they're yours like are bad yours are twice as much as last month what are you doing well, unplug I, something i guess i really am doing good then you should be proud. Hey, look at me pat myself <laughs> on the back here well start saving money now because they say if you rely on uh you know heating your house in the place uh you stay mm-hmm. <laughs> so even with your parents if you're still uh-huh. back home uh that that's going up 180 80%. Yeah, the truth is now your dad's really going to start getting upset. <laughs> to turn everything off. Yeah, <laughs> he's just going to keep barging into the room. What? Turn that darn thing off. <laughs> we can't heat ourselves. Have you seen the prices? Yeah! <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live. Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the riot podcast. Isaiah has joined us because he is our Marvel expert. Something even, like that. Even more so than I. And I think he just passed it along because he doesn't want to have to deal with it. Precisely. <laughs> and so I want to know, Isaiah, if you're planning, uh, Venom is Marvel. Yes. And so I want to know the new Venom movie. Believe it or not, Nikki and I were kind of surprised about this, that it actually comes out to this weekend. Well, it's shocking that it's October. Yeah. I think we're all just like, hey, we're, we're into a new month. But and can anybody text, like, has anybody seen any, are you getting advertising for Venom or even the Bond stuff next week? Yeah. Because I feel like I have not been advertised this movie. So that's why it's kind of shocking that, hey, it's just out. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've seen news stories about it, but. But not even, like advertisements. Yeah. And even with that, we didn't realize when the release date was. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's this weekend. It's like, oh yeah, the Venom movie's yeah. out. So when I, when I 
are you going to see on, it? When I saw it on the rundown, I was like, has that came out yet? Or like, it's is it yet. out? When does it come out? Uh, am I going to see it? I will not be seeing it. Not not really? like this weekend. Oh, yeah. But well, you're busy point, this weekend. At some point, I will probably see it. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters or not, though. I'll probably uh, wait. It is something like I have to go see. Yeah. Um, just because like it's a part of like it's a Marvel movie. But it's not like completely intertwined it yet. Enough? It's not that it's not good <laughs> enough. It's just that it's not a part of the main like well, plot yet. But it looks like it might be coming uh, to the actual MCU. Yes. Uh, so this is. It's not a plot point in the movie, so it's not a spoiler, not a spoiler. alert in that case. Yeah. But uh, this is. It is a post-credit scene. So if you do go see it in theaters, if you may want to stay. All the way to the end, which I hate. I hate the post. What? You hate it? I think it's so exciting. I know. I hate it. I uh, always say. I always say this. If it was so important, put it in the actual movie. Oh well, uh, it is just awkward because everybody's looking at each other. Like, do you know if there's something at yeah. the end? Am I supposed to stay? The, and some yes, people leave. The worst is when you stay all the way to the end and then there's nothing. nothing. But there's typically you feel like always such a something. Schmuck. Everybody stays. Like, if you leave, you're the schmuck. If you no. leave, I'm like, look at this rookie. Has he ever seen one of the movies before? I usually I think, just Google it to see if there's something that's at the right. end. I feel that if there's something at the end, uh, again, either put it in the movie if it's actually important, or uh, it should just be available on YouTube for you to see because it's not actually a part of the movie. If it was, they would put it in the movie. Well, listen, if it, it, it is on YouTube, you can leave. You can watch it on YouTube, or you can be one of the many devoted fans, and you can wait till the end of the credits <laughs> like everybody else does. And watch the scene that isn't completely intertwined with the movie, but it goes into another one. So well, they're saying that if you watch the end credit, it'll show you how Venom will tie in more with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, the what what happened? Well, I don't know if I want to give anything away, even though I just read it all. But I know I still haven't seen the first Venom movie, so chances of me seeing this Venom movie before it leaves theaters are zero. Oh, <laughs> as much as I no, I, I I guess before it leaves theaters, that's yeah, fair. That's right. fair. I'm I interested agree. in seeing both. I want to know, but uh, I'm also I just there's I'm not going to see it for a while. So for the Venom movie, uh, they 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 the so okay the Marvel no the Spider Man villains yeah. That Sony has been using, which is Venom, and then they have new movies coming out eventually that are about Craven the Hunter and Morbius. That's the one, uh, like oh, the, the Jared vampire Leto Jared thing. Leto one. And so it was always like, since Sony and Marvel had the deal where Sony owns Spider Man, but they're sharing Spider Man with Disney, Sony still wants to get some money out of their other stuff. And that's why they were making the Venom movies and these other movies. But they weren't going to tie into the Marvel movies. But now, now they are. Now this scene alludes to that they may tie in. Bringing it all together, baby. Uh Now we're talking, baby. (laughs) Julian, thanks for texting. Says my dad always stays and watches the credits after the movie. So your dad's a good man. Even if it's not a post-credit scene, even if it's just like a Clint Eastwood movie, he still stays. He stays till the end. I guess it it is kind of true because if there is a a post-credit scene, you you always can just find it on YouTube afterwards. So yeah. you can just watch it that way. But if you're going to watch it this weekend, stay till the end, they Apparently. say. Apparently. Or find it on YouTube afterwards and don't sit around like a schmuck. You just heard the worst of the worst. We'd give you the best of the best, but we'd have to find that. As soon as we do, you'll be the first to know. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review.
Okay, well, welcome to our next episode of Don't Spell at Me. Uh, I'm your co-host, uh, Isaac Guerra, with my beautiful wife, Mariela. You're whose co-host? The I'm, world's? No, I mean, um, you and I are co-hosts <laughs> with each other. <laughs> right? That's yes. how we're, we're doing this. We're each other's co-hosts. We're each other's co-hosts. Yeah. It's just funny how you said it, but whatever. I know, like we're... There I go, correcting him. My bad. Yet again. It's okay. Sorry. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, welcome to our next episode um, where we talk about everything and nothing. So what are we talking about today? But not like Seinfeld because, you know. Oh, yeah. They were the only ones who, you know. Can do a show about nothing and get away and, with it. And get away with it, yeah. For several seasons. For, for several, several seasons, definitely. And then in the end, have a terrible ending. Yeah. But then they had like another episode that was within another show. It was Curb Your Enthusiasm or something like that. Yeah, I, no, it was old Christine. Was it that one? Man, I don't remember. Anyways, but yeah. Was wait was Jerry on that show? Old Christine? No. They only showed uh, George and. Um, What's the name of Kramer? Kramer. Okay. I don't even know if they showed Kramer. I think they just showed her in in the hallway, no? Where she was doing like a dance? Yeah, and she was wearing her old clothes. That's hilarious. <laughs> her, I, uh, her like frizzy hair. Yeah, her frizzy hair, her dress, her ridiculous shoes and socks. That's funny. Elaine, that's her name. Elaine, yeah. She played Elaine. And she looks like one of your sisters. Like spot on. Like yeah. one of your sisters. Exactly. She looks like Elena. That's what she looks like. We always tease her about it, but she hates it. She hates when you... She said some guy stopped her, actually, because he said she looked like Elaine. He's like, are you? And she's like, no. That's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she looks so much like her. So, yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, not really, but okay. No, she told... Like, if y'all were to see... The four viewers that we have, <laughs> if you know us, because, you know, mostly our friends are listening, so if you know us, you know what Elena looks like. I know we're dropping names, we probably shouldn't, we'll probably cut it out on it, but if you know what uh, Mariela's sister looks like, one of the oldest ones, and what... Um, That's why I couldn't say my sister, because it could have been It could be anybody. Six. One of the seven people that we know. Yeah, I know. They would have been like, she doesn't look like her. She doesn't look like her. That does not her. <laughs> I think she does. So, like, spot on. But, um, yeah, no, okay. Uh, where, God, where were we going with this? <laughs> I don't even remember. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, no, hey, welcome to our show. We're we were talking about, like, Seinfeld and how, like, Oh, yeah, that this show nothing. is about nothing. So, if we, uh, you know. Ramble. That's yeah, if we ramble, if we're a little bit cringy, you know, you don't have to listen. It's okay. But we want you to listen because we hope it gets better, but it probably won't. So we're not going to lie to you. <laughs> exactly. It won't. It won't get better. So just stop listening now. Yeah, it's just going to get progressively worse, but it'll be funny for her and myself. So, hey, you know, that in the end, that's all that matters, right? Exactly. She's chewing her fingernails, so no, this is not good. No, I'm, saying, I'm just I'm trying to make sure that Zoe's not coming downstairs asking for snacks again for the fiftieth time. I mean, it's weird because like she got home and she ate, mm-hmm. 
Uh, she ate like the rest of her lunch and then she ate a banana and some strawberries and then she ate dinner and now she wants another snack. She's like a bottomless pit. Yeah, no, she just asked for snacks because we have snacks. She doesn't, she doesn't actually want them. She just asked for them because they're there. Like if we were, ice cream. like if we ever had to ration food, like she would not, she would eat everything right away mm-hmm. and she would not make, you know, make it, you know, partioning out her food. Right. It's always ridiculous. In her defense, neither would I. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyways, um, so yeah. See see what I mean? Anytime we have kids, like, it's just... I, our... I was telling you this earlier, that I feel like our kids... Well, clearly, they change you to a different person completely. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that they completely change how you think. And there have been times where we leave Zoe or we leave our kids with somebody and then we go out on a date or just a night out or go watch a movie by ourselves. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I can actually hear my own thoughts. (laughs) And I'm not hearing, mommy, look at the trees. Mommy, does that say one? Does that say fire? Does that say hot? Does that say stop? And I'm like, oh my God. (sighs) Like I just think of. And, and it's funny because there's times where, like, they're not, like, Zoe specifically, because Zoe can talk. She's not with me, but I can already hear her saying something about what I'm already looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, I pass by these planes, like, or, like, the, like, an airport, like, a little mini airport, like, every day. And every time I see a plane, I'm like, I have to take a picture because I know she'll want to see them. And... That's just how pathetic we are. Uh, no, 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 not we on that uh, one. That's mostly you. Me because I drive. So. Yeah, I am at home almost twenty four seven. You think about your kids though. Calm oh down. no, I yeah, come definitely. home from daycare and you're like, uh, let me see Ezra. I yeah, no, absolutely, hundred percent. When I hundred percent miss my kids, whether they're at school or at daycare. However, the moment I see them, I'm like, I've had enough. <sighs> Exactly, but the mo- but seriously, I feel like without them, I can honestly think about things that I normally don't think about, and it could be just you know my hobbies. It could be you know, oh maybe I should edit something or you know, mm-hmm. or do this podcast. Sure. <laughs> or, like, I'll actually be listening to a song, and I'm like, oh, that's a good song. Like, I've never actually listened to it. Yeah, where Zoe's... you don't have to, like, watch Cocomelon or... Uh, okay, for one, I hate Cocomelon, like, with the passion. <laughs> I, there's no way you can get me to sit down for it, left for, to watch Cocomelon for so long, and me end up dancing to it. Like those TikTok videos that show those moms dancing no. to it eventually. Like, that music is annoying to me, and... Because they teach, like, lessons or something. But sometimes the lessons, like, seem a little, like... I don't know. It seems weird. Like, the kid is... Oh, boy. I'm already being called. Oh, my God. We're seven minutes in and I'm being summoned. Oh, my God. One second. Hang on. And we're back. Okay, so she wanted another snack. Of course. (laughs) She might ask for, like, 50 more snacks during this entire, like, podcast. So, be prepared. Trust me, guys. We're not starving her. She's eaten. Like, we serve her, like, a man or an adult-sized plate of food. And she gobbles it down. And on top of that, she just had dinner, like, five minutes ago. Uh, yeah, seriously, eggplant, pepperoni, like, mozzarella, casserole, whatever the heck whatever, you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, whatever it was. And it was a huge plate of it. It was probably like 15 minutes ago. It was delicious. But, 
She ate it all. Devoured it, mind you. Oh my gosh. And and now she's asking for a cheese. I think that much cheese is gonna like, I don't know, make her constipated. I don't But then she asked for an apple a few minutes ago. It's because she she just wants something, I promise. We're not starving her. Um but anyways. Okay, what were we? Okay, so See what I mean about my thoughts? I already yeah, I already forgot oh my what God, we were. Zoe. Um but yeah. Oh, okay. we're talking about like kid shows. Okay, so Coco Melon you hate. Although I, I will say this, Bluey, I will watch without my kids because that show is hilarious. And I have no shame in it because no. it's so freaking funny. I like that episode where they're doing the takeout episode where they they oh, go yeah. to get like takeout and he's waiting outside. The dad is waiting mm-hmm. outside with his two girls, their dogs. They're like blue healers, whatever they're called. And I pretend I don't know what they're called, but that's what they're called. That's they're what they're blue called. Healers. They're blue healers. And they, they're waiting for their food, and it's taking forever, and uh, the dad's just waiting outside with them. It's just so funny because it's exactly what it's like when you're waiting with your child. Oh my gosh, I need this. I need that. Oh my gosh, I need to go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's making me want to go thirsty. to the restroom. That's, I'm yeah. thirsty, yes. Oh my God. Like that entire, ep- like I can relate to that. <laughs> I don't know who, like who the creator of Bluey is. I haven't looked that much into the show, but it's like, they are definitely parents. Yeah. And they, they can relate. They clearly have children. So, sorry. I wasn't trying to make this episode about. Our kids. Our kids. And it always happens. I, you know, here's the thing. I get, you know, we don't want to talk about our children, but if we do it in the beginning, <laughs> it, it, we won't talk about them later on in whatever, you know, whatever lifespan this podcast has. We'll, we promise that we'll try not to talk about them later on. So let's get it out of the way. Let's get our let's get our kid talk out of the way now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we could talk about the we could tackle the important issues like, you know, uh, world hunger, whatever. Yeah, that's important later. <laughs> so let's let's focus on our kids right now. Okay, so uh, and I, you know I feel like a- every parent can relate to that. You know because we you know un- unfortunately we're glued to uh, social media. You know and we see parents on there reacting the same way we do. You know. Oh, like on TikTok. Like on TikTok, yeah. They're like. You know, those like stay they're stay at home moms or stay at home dads with their kids and stuff like that. And or where they like, like talk about where like they've um you know, the house isn't cleaned and it's you know, you feel like you haven't done anything but, you know, you've been raising a child all day. Like I honestly I won't judge parents because every parent has a different child and children are trust me. They can test you. They, they test will your patience. to the limits. At least my children do. If they don't, then you're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, like seriously, like and the, you know, I think of like testing you to the limits. Uh, like, thank goodness we don't live in the universe of Minority Report because there would be so many people just getting arrested for like future events that would never happen. Of like, just you know spanking their kids you never see my she's got a face like she, she has no idea what she's talking what i'm talking about like it sounds familiar but I, I it was a it had tom cruise in it and it was a he was a cop that arrested people for crimes they have yet committed so like there was these people, it sounds familiar but i don't think i ever got to want like look at that it was uh oh god who steven spielberg did it it was a uh, it was one of those movies where you're like you know you think about it and you're like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that, 
how would that system work? Because, you know, the future is always, you know, so like Yoda said, the future is always in motion, you know? Uh, so yeah, it wouldn't work. However, the premise was, uh, he was a cop that could, uh, he, who had intelligence of the future and he could, they could stop future murders and they would arrest people who were going to commit a murder. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And so he ends up, being one of the people who like is uh predicted to murder someone and so the entire movie he's trying to figure out who he's going to murder and why he's going to murder the person uh, so you know it's a whole uh you know uh wild goose chase essentially great movie however but it yeah it's one of those movies where it's like you got to really think outside the box however uh in that universe, I don't think parents existed <laughs> because, like, not that you want to murder each other, but there are times where you're like, your kids will take, like I said, drive you to the limit, and you're just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it gets to that point where you're just like, you can't, you honestly can't hear yourself think. Yeah. There's times where, I'm like, I'm driving and I'm like, I can't tell a red light from a green light anymore. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense. But it makes sense to me. Although with Zoe, when we're driving with her, she's like, red light, stop. And I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks. But there's times where she's like, green light, green light, green light. And I'm like, Zoe, that is a solid green light. I cannot turn. Those other cars are going straight. If I go, yeah. I, uh, we're going to crash. Or the moment it turns green, she's like, go. And I'm like, there are 50 cars in front of us. <laughs> we but I like how go. she blames me when you're driving. She's like, well, mommy, you know, mommy does this. Mommy tells me, to, mommy tells me that you have to go this fast. And I'm like, Zoe, why are you telling me, girl? Come on. <laughs> Come on, Zoe. Keep it cool, man. I know. Keep it cool. And we only pick on Zoe because, you know, she's the only one that can talk at the moment. I'm but sure Ezra's... I know. Ezra's just like... Ezra's going to kick our butt. Oh, a year away from kicking our butts. Absolutely. Seriously. He's going to be on, like, two next year. God. Yeah. Think of that. Let that settle in. Wait. I feel like been, I just even had him. Yet. He's not even one No, I know. Be... But he's going to be almost two. This time next year. I feel like you you jumped way too far into the future. <laughs> You're yeah. like, he's going to be 30 next year. No, he's going to be almost two next year. He'll be like one year. He'll and be like a year and months. a half. I get it. You know, okay, I get it. Yeah, he'll be, yeah. He'll be potty training at this point next My year. Goodness. My goodness. I feel like I just had this kid and he's, what, eight I mean, months yeah. old? Time, you know, time goes like so fast. I feel like time is like. When I was younger, I'd feel, man, everything went so slow. Like, oh, God, I'm going to be 15 is like, you know, 10 years from now or five years from now. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, Zoe's going to be 15 tomorrow, <laughs> you know? And I'm telling you, these kids, like, kids make you age so much faster. They, um, like I've said before, you know, you, you wait for them to hit these milestones and then before you know it, like in my case, I had Zoe when I was like twenty three or twenty one. No, I was twenty three. Twenty three. I had engaged at twenty one. My bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's only a reason why I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's a whole that's different a whole podcast. Another story. Whole different uh, podcast. Yeah, because you always make fun of me. But uh, yeah, I was like twenty three when I had Zoe, and then before I knew it, I am now what, almost thirty. I'm 29, almost, right? Yeah, I'm 29, so I'm almost 30. And now I'm like, how did I get here? I have been out of school for 10 years. Mm-hmm. 10? 11? 
11 years now. I have no idea. I've been out of school for 11 years now. And I'm like, how did I get this? How did I get to this point? Oh my, oh my God. gosh. And I already hear her. We already hear her calling us. Hang on. We're going to pause for the second time. We'll be right back. Okay. We're back. Uh, which would only be a second for you guys. So, okay. So you were saying that kids age is fast and you've been out of school for 11 years mm-hmm. and you have two kids now. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I just feel like. Time has flown. Time time has definitely flown. It's like I was 23 and then I woke up and I'm 30 and I'm like, what the heck happened? That reminds me of, uh, God, Fifty First Dates. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Like, okay, so. Okay. Cute movie, whatever. Great, uh, you know, Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore at their best. However, you got to, every, every day, you know, she was a new day or it was the same day for her back when she was, before she had this accident. Okay. So you have to remember that and okay, uh, at the end of the movie, she wakes up and she's married to what's his face. She's had a kid, so if you think about in between those times from when like they before they faded to black and they went to and they time jumped to her mm-hmm. being older with the mm-hmm. kid, think about the times that she would wake up and be pregnant. Okay, yeah, I have thought about that. Like I would freak out if I. Didn't know I was pregnant. Woke up and I was like, "Crap, I'm pregnant." And I'm like, "Yeah, who's this, who's the baby? Daddy? <laughs> Who? What is happening?" Yeah, like okay, yes, it's kind of, like I get what you're trying to say. Like, um, that, yeah, I, you wake up and you're just like, "What? Like, like how? Like what, who? What? what when? Where? Why? Yeah. Like that's how it is. It's like I don't know how I got here." And man, it's just it's definitely. It's definitely different. Um, I've, I, I guess, like, I honestly, I feel like my first two, what was it, the first two, three, however long it was before we actually had our first child, uh-huh. um, I remember doing so much in that time period. I remember, yeah. like, just several things happening, several different things, uh, whether it was you getting a new job, us starting to help uh, doing different things. Um, you had like maybe, I think you had like a few freelance jobs in between there. Yeah. You had, uh, we moved to two different places. Like it just felt like a lot, a lot happened around that time. Yeah. And then I was pregnant and then, (laughs) and then we're here and then we're here. Like it just feels like I went to sleep, woke up and I don't know. Like, and then I had to play you a a VHS tape to understand why you have two children. Exactly. I feel like I've talked about this for too long. I think at this point you should know what I'm talking about. Like people get it. Like they're like, okay, we get it. Can't get it. Shut up. We get (laughs) it. It it was like overnight type thing. Um, Yeah, but if you're a parent, you definitely understand. If you're not a parent, um, I mean, and don't get us wrong. Like we loved every. You know, we talked about milestones. We it just loved... it just happened really fast, and I yeah. think it happened really fast because, you know, it's our kids. Like, yeah, it. You know, they went from baby to toddler to kid, and like, you know, an instant. Like for me, you I know, say babe, but it's just Zoe, and like right now I have a baby. So. Yeah, like for me, Zoe, I, you know, when I, I I close my eyes and I think about Zoe, I think of her still as that like baby. You know, toddler that's like 
you know, that says like, like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And now she's like, you know, in the first grade, like has complete thoughts, knows what she likes, like has a personality of her own. I mean, like she had a personality back then, but like, you know, now she's like, oh, dad, you know, like when I say silly stuff to her and it's just like, man, it's so surreal. You know, it's just like, I remember, I remember you as like this baby that like loved the movie inside out, you know, mm-hmm. and would laugh at the music and loved music. I mean, she still loves music now, but it's just like, you're not that little baby anymore. And it feels like it was just yesterday. And so, you know, with Ezra, like I, you know, working from home, you know, during the the pandemic and, you know, him being at home, like I feel like time is moving slower with him, you know, for me, because I'm able to enjoy those moments a little bit more than I did with Zoe. Uh, And, you know, it just makes me wish that I had that time with her when she was a baby, you know, like, I feel like she was a baby too fast. And now she's just this like older kid, you know, this like six year old. Well, we'll see how it goes. Cause I don't know. I'll wake up tomorrow and Ezra's going to be like 15. Ezra's so. going to be like a beard. <laughs> He's like, yo mom, I'm going to borrow the car. Which speaking of, I didn't tell you this, but, uh, oh God, he borrowed the car. Didn't no, he? <laughs> um, he put it, he so dented my car. I've been told that it's good to like, shave like the baby's hair okay so that way i don't know it grows out thicker thicker maybe i don't know what it is it's something is this one of those like (laughs) shut up is this one of those things where like those cultural things things? (laughs) like the socks no i just i hear that that baby hair falls out anyway so it's just like good to shave it off and like you know just let He's going to look so well, weird. Isaac, but bald. he's got like a bald spot in the back of his head. It looks weird. He's going to have like the most alien head ever. I mean, it's going to look hilarious. And then, you know what you should do? You should shave your head again. And then okay, him now, have a shave. You've had too much wine. You've clearly had too <laughs> no, much wine. No, you shave your head. He'll shave his head. And you both you're... look like thumbs. You look like a pinky and you look like a thumb. Like we're <laughs> like we're giving the saw dude sign like you know the yeah. thumb and pinky out like saw dude. And Zoe will like sit in the middle of you guys. Oh and, my yeah. no! Please God no! Don't do not shave his head. Is cultural things? One of my sisters has already like volunteered to do it. So let me guess, is it Chelly? No. I feel like at any time it comes with like hair, and someone wants to cut someone's hair, no. it's her. Okay, sign me on a head. She's my oldest sister. And she, one time, she, t- I think Zoe was like months old. And she said, hey, um, you should cut Zoe's hair. Or she said something like, no, no, oh, what no, if no, I no, cut no, Zoe's no. hair or something? No, no, no. You're, you're glossing over. <laughs> you're glossing <laughs> over a huge chunk of the story. Okay. okay, so Zoe had the most beautiful bangs with her hair, you know? Like, it was kind of short. She had these bangs that just, like, flowed. Like, a river, you know? Like, they were gorgeous bangs, you know? Okay, that drink's and talking now. Because I it's not... <laughs> calm down. She's no, no, baby. okay. If you... If people who, you know, who have my Instagram, really Isaac Instagram, uh, you know, scroll as far down as you can to when Zoe was a baby. You'll see her with bangs, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, she was very cute with bangs. So now, you know, now we come to Mariela's part of the story where, you know, 
we let Shelly, uh, which is one of Mariela's uh, sisters, watch Zoe, and she texts us, "Hey, y'all should cut y'all should cut her hair, cut her bangs, you know." And she and just we, mentioned it as a y'all y'all. Like, it was, was like a mention, yeah, yeah it's a suggestion, suggestion, you know. And we were like, "No, we want her hair to be the same, you know. We love her hair the way it is." And didn't hear a reply. I think we heard like a okay, and. You know, we go and pick her up, and I'm looking at her like, "She is this the right baby?" I don't even think we noticed it at that moment. I no, we, I noticed. Oh, I, you did. I noticed it right away. I didn't notice it right away, but I knew something was off. Off. Yeah. And and I'm like, what? I'm like, there's. But she didn't have bangs before. That wasn't the thing. The thing was is that Zoe was growing hair. Like in the front of her head, uh-huh. but like they were they were covering her face, like it was something like we couldn't control. It was just hair coming down her face, right? And because her hair was short, we couldn't really like it was just you it know, was baby. It hair. looked like yeah, baby hair that was coming in as bangs. But my sister decided to just cut go it. ahead and cut it after we specifically told her not to do it, right? And so when I see her, she looked like, you know, someone put a bowl on her head and just like trimmed all the hair underneath that bowl. And uh, from that day on, I vowed no one shall ever cut any of our child's hair without our express consent. I hear footsteps coming down the stairs. So this is what, number three? This is the interruption number three. We're at 25 minutes, maybe, probably less. I don't know. And we're about to be in our, yep, hair door. Hear someone knocking. Let's hear what's gonna happen. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's hear. Mm-hmm. I wanted to practice on my own to play um, um, chess. Like you you want to play chess by yourself on your own? I'm trying to practice. You know, okay. So you, you want to put the pieces up and then play chess by yourself. Yes, and, and I'm going to try, I'm pretending. You know, chess is not checkers, right? You don't But check. my thing is, you came all the way down here. To tell us that. To tell us that you're going to play chess by yourself. Yes. Zoe, the box is upstairs. You can do it. I don't care. You can do it, baby. That's fine. You play chess it. by yourself. Let me know who wins, okay? If I win. Okay, here, here's the thing. How do you, what do you mean if you win? Who are you You're going playing to yourself. No, I'm pretending someone's playing. Okay, who is the other person that you're playing? Uh, <laughs> Bucky? Bucky, the... The, <laughs> the, the one-armed tr- guy. <laughs> no, Bucky is the, the beaver from oh, the truck Buc- stop. Oh, Bucky the beaver. I was thinking Bucky off. Captain- who? The Captain America Bucky. Bucky Barnes from Captain America? <laughs> Clearly. Well, you know Zoe. She kind of like she has. She doesn't know that that's but, Bucky. I know she doesn't, but she has an, stuffed animals and she changes the names to them every single day. Like it's not. You like... mean Bucky the Beaver, right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so she saw him. And There's a Bucky the Beaver doll that's hanging in her stuffed animal area. She saw him and picked him. Zoe, oh my gosh, just play, baby. That's fine. Here, take the koala. Yeah, uh, pretend that's bu- Bucky. I was no, gonna say I'll Buffy. Pretend, then I'll just, I'll, I'll, then I'll just pick koala. Okay, good. You have okay. fun. Yeah. Yeah, play Knock to your heart's out. content. Let me know if the koala wins. Or le- I'll let you know if the koala wins or me wins. Gotcha. Go. Stay up there. Bye.
my goodness. Okay. <laughs> this is what doing a podcast with, ha- you know, having two kids is like. Yeah. So if you're planning on doing it, don't do it. Yeah, like how do, like, how do people with kids do it normally? I don't know. Do they have nannies? We need to get a nanny or something. You're funny. Is this a cultural thing again? Mm. Do Mexicans have nannies? Hispanics? His, no. <laughs> we are the nannies. You are the nannies. That's right. They are the nannies. I want to say we because, you know. Don't. You're, don't. You're not Mexican, dude. Calm down. I mean, you know, granted, I was born in Plano. However, my parents. Were not born in Mexico. They were not born in Mexico. They're and your Latin. grandparents were not born Also in Mexico. not born in Mexico. However. I can say I'm Mexican. At least because my parents, my grandparents, and so on, were born in Mexico. Were born in Mexico, okay. So, yeah, I don't know where I'm from. I know they speak Spanish. They're from Corpus. Whatever. I mean, your last whatever, name is Spanish. Spanish, guerra, yeah. War, war in English. Sure, sure, yeah. man. I know. Okay, so time flies, clearly. Children interrupt everything. But it's, I mean, it's not bad. It's just, you know, it's just like, it's just one of those things that are just like reality, you know, that you just got to talk about and kind of like laugh about, you know, right? Yeah. Zoe? She's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Zoe's hilarious. Yeah. She's got some, she's got some pretty funny stories. Did I tell you that I, you know, you know how you say that you... You tell you ask her every day, like, what's something funny that happened at school today? Yeah. So I asked the kids at the daycare, like, what's something funny that happened today? Uh-huh. I mean, clearly I was there. I wasn't there all day. But I asked them, like, what's something funny? Like, you know, just because, just to see, just to hear what they'd say. Just to hear what they'd and say. And they're like, uh, oh, well, this kid was, uh, was it today. And they were, they, you know, like, you know, where they were playing tag or whatever. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, they were... He was a dinosaur or whatever, and he tagged me, and I thought that was funny, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Hilarious, you know? Whatever. Yeah. It's Kids like, are funny. It's one of those stories where you're just, it's like, uh, God, that meme, where like, have you ever had a dream where, where you know, <laughs> that meme? Isn't that like a, like a TikTok or something? It's a TikTok. Well, I mean, it's or a meme. Or just a clip, whatever. It's a clip of some kid that, uh, from like the 80s, God, who or knows? Or maybe it's a vine, is. who knows? Who knows where that's from? No one will ever know. But it's a thing. And that's how children are. They tell you a story. Kind of like how we are right now. Telling you a story rambling. where we're rambling. And, you know. I you know, I guess cringy for some people. I know. Seriously. I mean, but my thing is like. People who don't have podcasts. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my Shots thing. Shots fired. But my thing is like. Uh. I get that there are podcasts that do talk about, like, you know, you yeah, got your podcast that talk yeah. about, like, mysteries and um, talk about, um, I don't know, specific things you like, like yeah. decor. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what these people talk about. But to me, like, I've listened to uh, a few couple podcasts, and there are some that talk about random stuff. They even talk about their own families. They talk about, um, you know, just I don't know just things that happen on a daily and I'm like I guess it's interesting but it's because people already know about your life because you're the radio yeah they're already celebrities right yeah so but I mean we're just regular people you know we don't 
you know, we, we don't wine and dine every day like these. Just like, put our pants on just like you. But, you know, I was talking to one of my sisters and I told her, I was like, you know, I think to me, I'm just tired of, like, I don't mind hearing radio. Like, I can listen to radio on the road and mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Um, but there are sometimes some topics during radio that I'm just like, I don't really care to hear about. Like, I'm, I don't want to hear about The Bachelor. I don't want to hear about Real Housewives right. of whatever freaking country or town. Right. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care how those rich people are doing. Right. You know, while we're over here and we're, you know... <laughs> You know, struggling to make ends meet, you know, trying yeah. to, have, you know, whatever. Like, I don't care about those topics. I think that's dumb. Like, but yeah. when they talk, when they talk and they're talking about, like, you know, genuine things that they like or things that you can relate to, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, uh, you, you tune into certain podcasts that, like, you know, tech podcasts, you know, like you want to hear about technology new gadgets coming out video games and see know. i get that because that's what you want to hear that's what you want to hear you that's know? what you're looking up that's like googling you know? yeah you want to google about <clears throat> a specific technology thing like cameras or whatever and you're gonna get you're gonna get what you ask for yeah however our pad- podcast is uh it's like about nothing and everything <laughs> so you know but we're not seinfeld we're not seinfeld. definitely don't you know i don't think I don't think I can go that many seasons. How many seasons? It's like seven, right? God, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're just, you know, it's just, just here, you know. Trying to be, you know, relatable. At least for for this episode, we can relate to those parents out there. For the... I mean, who knows? Maybe if you're a, maybe if you're a single person, you can relate to. Yeah. Maybe you feel like the time just flew by. Kind of like you know, like you're 32 and you're single, and you're just like, Man, my 20s just blew by. <laughs> I, I got mean, married, I, didn't get married. I got married, and then I woke up, and I'm like five years in. Well, I mean, like for me, like I got you know, I got married when you know, we got married when I was 28, you know, so like you know, the my 20s, gosh they did blow by <laughs> for you know other reasons well we won't talk about that now but yeah, there are huge gaps in my memory from growing up uh and you know finally meeting you god how long ago was that 15 years, uh, years? i met you in 2007 i don't know we're bad at math i'm bad at math and plus it's late and, you know okay yeah you do the math so we met in 2007 oh, I but mean. I mean, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not going to talk about this in detail. We met in 2007. We started dating in 2011. 2011. Yeah. I'm doing the math here. I pulled out my calculator. We started dating 2011. We got engaged 2012. 14, almost 15 years ago. That we met, right? That we met 14 years ago. We started dating 10 years ago. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been married for eight years, and we dated for like two years. Two and a half or something like that. Yeah, before we got married. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We were friends for a long time. We were friends for, yeah. For... Which is, you know, it's pretty good. Like, it's good to be friends. At least for me. Oh, man, but that... Okay, here we go. We're 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 going to leave it on a be continued. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine, But I'm yeah. just going to say that. Um, no, 
Yeah. I'm going to let you say what you're going to say, and then I'm going to end I don't even with... remember what I was going to say. I was just going to say that we were friends first, and I, you know, I like we that. We were friends, but, but, you know, who were you dating when we were I friends? I am not going to talk about that. No, that is not important. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that me and you were friends first, and I'm okay with that. Do you remember how we met? Uh, yeah. No, we, you don't. I do remember how we met. I, I was at the table, and trust me, there were... <laughs> no. I was I was I at that table. I about this. <laughs> No. I was at the table no, we're and done. not we're at done. the table no. at the same time. Okay, so yeah, we're going to be continued. And we'll catch you guys next time. Oh, but uh, so thank dumb. you for watching. Uh, if you're watching on... or Don't watching, listen I, next time. <laughs> so thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or through our main page, uh, feel free to subscribe, follow, whatever. Uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to our rambling yeah, because we ramble a lot. So I'm sorry. This is like therapy. This is it for us, man. It's therapy. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's, it's therapy. This is for us. This is therapy, man. Because laugh. Like, when I laugh about something, like, I don't know. Like, you I, feel better about it. I yeah. do feel better about it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. You have a good night. Day. Whatever time Whatever. of day you're listening Whatever to. Whatever you're listening to this. I don't know. Lauren said he was, a friend of mine said he was listening. He couldn't go to sleep, so he listened to us, and he was like, you guys are so stupid. You guys are terrible. <laughs> All right. But yeah. All right. Have a good one. Right. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. I don't wanna sleep. I just wanna keep for a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the general. Some restrictions apply. Live from a basement in Dubuque, Iowa. For I am Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. 30 minutes from the Field of Dreams and four hours from the closest professional sports team on the banks of the Mississippi River, it's the Friedman Fantasy Football Show with Matthew Friedman. It's Matt Freeman, the Oracle. Who's the Oracle? He's a fantasy football genius, okay? No wife, no job, just pure football knowledge. He just licked a hot dog. And now your host, Matthew Friedman. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Friedman, Matt F. the Oracle. Welcome to my fantasy football show brought to you by Bets TV and sponsored by the FTN Network, where you can get all the season long and daily fantasy and sports betting content that you need, including my fantasy football write-ups and all of my NFL size totals and player props. Use the highly original promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. That is FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. Thank you for checking out our new show. Please subscribe to the Bets TV YouTube channel, and please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app.
All right. It is the Friday show. Normally, we record this during Thursday night football, but I thought to myself, you know, I really want to be able to watch the Bengals beat the Jaguars tonight. So we are recording this on Thursday afternoon. Uh, Because it's Thursday, that means it's time for the mailbag episode. But first, I want to tell you about a great giveaway that we have at FTN where you can get a free trip to Las Vegas and you can catch a a Raiders, a Riders, a Raiders and Washington football team game in week 13. It's free to sign up. No purchase necessary. There are some other prizes as well, but the grand prize, $5,000 in cash value. It includes airfare, hotel, tickets to the game, and more. Click the link in the show description for more details and to sign up. All right. Producer Tom. Thomas Viola, my sidekick on the controls, a connoisseur of pasta, long-suffering Jets fan. Tom, uh, I'm not going to say I'm a hero right now, but I definitely have some some flimminess going on, and we are recording through it. So uh, just wanted to make you aware of how heroic I am. Uh, Tom, what is the first question in the mailbag? Well, the first question in the mailbag, as you bravely power through, reminiscing to some of the great injuries of all time here, the first, the first question comes from Sava two one one two one eight eight seven. Sava wants to know: Is it time to sell Calvin Ridley? Matt Ryan either doesn't have time to push the ball down the field or doesn't want to have a bunch of pits too. As I thought, they would be in negative game scripts and throw a lot. Yeah, this is definitely my Jordan flu game. And by the way, I'm having to ignore my dog over there doing something weird, licking the carpet. Anyway, yes. I'm I'm still on Ridley. I don't think this is the time to sell. Uh, for his career, his yards per target mark is 9.1. This season, it is 6.0. Uh, so obviously, that's not good. But unless you think that Matt that Matt Ryan has magically turned into Ben Roethlisberger, uh, and maybe he did, uh, but I, I doubt it. Unless you think that's the case, then we should expect to see Calvin Ridley's yards per target creep back up towards his career average and his usage that is sticky and that is still very strong 29 targets on the year in three games at least eight targets in every game and in his 11 career games without julio jones he has 10.8 targets per game uh if a guy is getting that many targets you do not want to part ways with him so i do not think now is the time to part with calvin ridley our second question up on the board comes from Kevin Nail at KI Nail 22. And he says, ROS and redraft DJ Moore or DeAndre Hopkins? I love this question. This is a great question. The, the obvious answer is DeAndre Hopkins, but he's injured and Kyler Murray is spreading the ball around that offense much more than he did last year. And DJ Moore. He's ascending. He's getting 10.3 targets per game. Hopkins has just six targets per game this season. Some of that is probably because of the injury, but I think there's a good chance that for the rest of the season, DJ Moore stays in the nine to 10 target range. And Hopkins is more in the seven to nine range. So that makes more really intriguing. I mean, it's not unthinkable that a month from now, in the trade market, DJ Moore is more valuable than DeAndre Hopkins is. Like that, that conceivably could happen. Granted, this week, 
you know, you have the individual matchups to consider. But if you just look at our rankings at FTN this week, DJ Moore is the wide receiver seven. DeAndre Hopkins is the wide receiver 17. Again, some of that is because of the matchups. DJ Moore going against Dallas. DeAndre Hopkins going against the Rams. But I think it's indicative of the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is starting to slip a little bit. And DJ Moore has broken in, if not the top tier of receivers, that second tier right underneath the top guys. So I would say if you can trade Hopkins to the guy who has more, you might be able to get more plus another player just because of the name value that DeAndre Hopkins has. I would definitely look into that. The next question up comes from Magnetar at X underscore Magnetar. And he wants to know, are you buying or selling on Jonathan Taylor in a PPR dynasty league? Yeah, I am buying. I am buying incredibly hard. Uh, His market is artificially low right now. Uh, And part of that, the circumstances around him. His quarterback is injured. His offensive line is injured. They're, They're missing multiple offensive linemen. And he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. But the usage is still there. And a lot of those circumstances will eventually change. His quarterback at some point is going to return to health. Maybe in the future, they have a quarterback who's better than Carson Wentz. That offensive line is still good. When healthy, those offensive linemen are going to return. And big picture, this season, which has felt like a very large disappointment, he is still pacing over 16 games. He's still pacing for just under 1,300 yards from scrimmage on 14 carries and 3.7 targets per game. That's pretty good. And he has an NFL high six carries, six carries inside the five-yard line. Again, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet, but he's getting the goal line work. At some point, he's going to start scoring touchdowns. And right now, this might be the buy low opportunity on him. People are acting as if his current circumstances are going to last forever, but his situation will improve. And he could have a big game this week against the Dolphins, who have allowed the second most fantasy points in the league to running backs. If you try to get him on Monday versus today, his price could be significantly different. So what you're saying is Jonathan Taylor has some room for home improvement. Got it. All right. Kent Wyrook is up next at Kent Wyrook, and I hope I'm not butchering your name, good sir. But he wants to know, Matt, what is your favorite dinosaur? All right, I'm not sure what the chalk answer would be on this, but I'm going Velociraptor. Uh, and I should say, I spent copious amounts of time, uh, maybe around five minutes, uh, looking at different types of dinosaurs. Uh, and with that, I've created the following dinosaur power rankings. I have Velociraptor, number one, uh, because of the speed and the shiftiness. Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, number two. Uh, the short arms really hold it back from being number one. Um, Brachiosaurus, number three. You know, the one with the really long neck. Uh, and then Triceratops, number four, because that horn could really do some damage. And then I'll be honest, I wanted to have a top five, but I really couldn't remember any other dinosaurs or like recognize any other dinosaurs outside of those top four. So I'm just going with the power four. Got got to throw Stegosaurus up there in the top five. That's the one you forgot. Uh, yes, that feels like the one I, I forgot. 
Velociraptor does suffer from undersizing, though. Only the size of a chicken. Jurassic Park uh, really misled some people. Just going to say that. Uh, the game film isn't accurate to tape. I'm I'm going with the uh, Jurassic Park Velociraptor. Understandable. Sure. Yeah. Chow Bredis at Bredis FF wants to know what to expect from Michael Thomas when he gets back. Wide receiver 15 production, more, less. Okay. I like the idea of trying to acquire Michael Thomas right now. Whoever has him in a redraft league, uh, you know, maybe they regret taking him. They're tight on bench space, whatever it is, just check in. Entering the 2020 season, he was the consensus wide receiver one across the industry. And now people are acting as if he's kind of washed. Um, I think that's the wrong perspective. Obviously, last year in week one, he had his injury, which kept him on the sidelines for you know like six weeks or so. When he returned from injury, he was pretty good. He had 8.3 targets across six games. He was on pace for over 1,100 yards extrapolated across 16 games. And then in those games, he had a 30% target share, a 45% share of the air yards. Those are incredibly elite numbers. And you look at the situation that the Saints have this year. They are far worse this year. Uh, no Emmanuel Sanders. No Jared Cook. Traquan Smith is out. Smith will probably return, but he's not really established. It's just going to be Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Thomas could get a whole lot of targets coming his way. So maybe I'm being optimistic, but I think wide receiver two. So we'll say like that wide receiver 15 mark. I think that's a decent sort of over under for where you would set his production. But within, I think within the range of outcomes, there's significant upside from there. So we'll say maybe like median outcome, he's wide receiver 15, but like he actually does have the potential just to be the wide receiver one overall. So uh, I think it's worth trying to go get him if you can. Next up, Michael R at Rosie Rose HMU wants to know, I have Alexander Madison, the Dalvin cook owner in my league wants him. I also have Robert Woods. So I want to upgrade at wide receiver is Madison for Deontay Johnson, a fair trade or Woods and Madison for DJ Moore? Okay, I like this question because it makes you think a little bit about kind of like the theory of of trading. Um, in a trade, ideally, if you want to create a good trading relationship where you can go back to someone again and again, and I think that is the ideal for a league because it keeps the trading market uh, very liquid, uh, you want something that works for both parties. So Johnson is a starting wide receiver. He has 11 targets per game. We saw last year that he was heavily targeted when he was healthy. Madison is a bench a bench running back, like literally and figuratively, just in terms of for his NFL team, he's a bench player. So for the purposes of fantasy, he is a bench running back. It's not an equitable trade. He has upside for sure. And we saw that in week three. But I think if you make that offer, it depends on who you're dealing with. But I think if you make that offer, there's the chance that the person responds negatively. But the other potential offer, Robert Woods and Alexander Madison for DJ Moore, that's intriguing. And based on what both parties seem to want, 
you want to upgrade your wide receiver position. The person who has Dalvin Cook wants the handcuff. I think this is pretty intriguing. You get a big upgrade, a wide receiver with an ascending player, and you get to sell high on Alexander Madison. The person you're sending him to gets the Cook handcuff, and that's the main thing. And he also gets to buy low on Robert Woods, so his wide receiver spot doesn't take a massive hit. Given what both parties want, I think that's a pretty good option. So I do like that trade for both people. Sticking with the Rams a little bit here, Joshua Lewin wants to know at Jaybird Lewin, gut feeling on Henderson's usage this week, Daryl Henderson. Yeah, if Henderson returns, I think he's an RB2 with upside. Maybe 60 to 70% of the snaps played, but they could give him the usage he saw in week one, which was 90, 94% snap rate. So I think he's someone to try to acquire because week one feels like a long time ago, and maybe you can get him at a discount. Next up on the list, Joe Belner, FFB, wants to know, biggest advice to an aspiring writer to separate themselves in a crowded industry? So on the Monday show, I talked about Mike Taglier and how I thought he was a good example of how to break into the industry. And this summer, I put out a tweet uh, with seven items for content creators um, to help them if they're looking to break into the industry. And I think tags actually had a lot of these. So number one, have actionable content. Number two, don't overwrite. You're not Shakespeare. Give the people what they want as quickly as possible. Uh, I struggle with that one sometimes, by the way. Uh, Number three, be yourself. Number four, be unique. Provide value. Give people information they can't get elsewhere. Number five, work hard. Number six, be funny. Number seven, hit deadlines. Um, I don't know which one of those is the most important, to be honest. But I think if you have at least four or five of them, you give yourself a pretty good chance. I mean, I'd say hitting deadlines is compulsory. And like I'm saying, this is someone who at one point was editing a lot of pieces. Thankfully, I don't have to do that anymore. But if you want to make it in the industry, you have to be pretty dependable. Um, because if you miss your deadlines, if you're not dependable, someone else who is dependable, maybe even if that person doesn't have the talent you have, that person will end up taking your job. Uh, I would add a few more items to this list. Number one, be knowledgeable about football and fantasy. It seems kind of obvious, but sometimes people sort of miss that. Uh, have a solid skill whether it's writing or podcasting or data science, something, have something other than just, I like fantasy football, right? Something that you are excellent at that distinguishes you from everyone else. And then surround yourself, number three, surround yourself with supportive people. That was That's hugely important. Um, most people I know who have broken out in the industry have supportive people around them. And I would say like that's you know kind of twofold in how it works. People within the industry who support you, but then also just like family, you know, like your friends and family, are they supportive, right? Like if, I mean, this is, it, it's outlandish that I have the job that I have uh, for a few reasons why I'm not qualified for it. But uh, also it's just weird that my job even exists in the first place And if it weren't for my wife being totally cool with me indulging this hobby, which turned into a job, 
I wouldn't have this job. And I know there are lots of other people who have similar situations. So surround yourself with supportive people. If you really want to do this and you're in an environment where the people you depend on aren't encouraging you, find some other people. And then the last one here, be ready to work really hard, incredibly hard for a long time. I would say like two years at least um, for not much money uh, before you get a full-time job. So those are the pieces of advice I would give to someone trying to break into the industry. Next up on the list, Tom Vecchio at DFS underscore Tom. And he wants to know when's the next 24 hour food challenge, Matt? Uh, no, I can't. Um, I think I'm probably done with the food challenges. Um, they are good because they can draw a lot of attention and then like, maybe you can do something cool with that. Um, and they're nice in that there's one thing that happens in a defined and short period of time, but it's, it's a short term thing. And I tend to prefer to focus on longer term things. So I would rather have some sort of challenge, um, that lasts for a month or a year where I'm doing something that is maybe difficult, but something that will be beneficial to me instead of like stuffing my face with waffles. So something like not eating sugar, right? Like something that is sort of like, I wouldn't say depriving myself of something, but I think the, uh, the idea of abstaining is maybe better for some sort of food challenge than the idea of just making a glutton of yourself. Um, it's not sexy, but it's better for you. Don't do it. Go 24 hours at Dave and Buster's. I'm telling you, that's the move. That sounds horrible. I know. That's why you should do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to punish myself at least not, (laughs) not right now. Chris Wassel at Chris Wassel DFS wants to know you're a good man, Matt, who wins first, the giants or the jets. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Love this question. At first, just, I, you know, kind of shooting from the hip, easily thought it was the Giants. I think the Giants are the better team, but they have a tough schedule coming up. They're playing the Saints. And then after that, Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, Raiders, they have the bye week, and then they play the Bucks. They could conceivably lose all of those games before they play the Eagles in week 12. That's amazing. And then you look at the Jets, who, I mean, we've talked about on previous shows, I don't have a lot of respect for. You look at the Jets, they have the Titans, the Falcons, the Patriots, the Bengals, the Colts, all of them before week 10. I think they could win one of those games. And, and going against the Falcons, especially in week five, that feels like the one where if they're going to win, it would be that one. So, uh, I think the Jets actually went first. I don't have much conviction in it. Both of these teams are really bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see it. I mean, it's, it's a race to the bottom, but Kyle Ozark at Kyle Ozark one wants to know, hypothetically, if you were to trade Travis Kelsey, what should you expect in return? Before the season, I published a tweet thread uh, breaking down my fantasy football draft plan. And I had five running backs at the top. And then Kelsey followed by, you know, what I thought of as my top three wide receivers, Adams, Tyreek, Diggs. Uh, I don't think much has changed over the past 
three weeks in terms of how I value a lot of those players or specifically how I value Travis Kelsey, who is the wide receiver three, wide receiver three in fantasy scoring, except of course he's a tight end. So he provides a massive positional edge. Uh, If you have another great tight end, then I guess you could trade Kelsey for a top three wide receiver, but I would rather have Kelsey because he's just a wide receiver at a much weaker position. So I really think the answer is a top five running back, but maybe even then I would rather have Kelsey because on a week to week basis and on a positional basis, I kind of have more faith in Kelsey than in most of the running backs who are in the top five. So I guess the answer is, I I don't know if I would trade him, but top five running back if you do. All right, final question here coming from Joe Redman at the IDP guy. Favorite color to wear, Matt? Uh, It's got to be blue or gray. And it just happens that I'm I'm wearing both. Um, I didn't even plan that. It, It would just happen that most days I'm wearing either gray or blue and maybe both. Uh, in fact, if I had a gray FTN hat instead of a black one, uh, it would really suit me much better. Uh, but between blue and gray, uh, I would say that I probably wear gray more because, uh, I'm almost always wearing a hoodie and a lot of my hoodies are gray, but I probably like blue better and I have a lot of different blue shirts. So I have way too many blue t-shirts. Uh, at some point I will probably need to get rid of them. All right, Matt. And then, of course, the final question of the day. Where can people go to find all of the awesome content that you were creating? All right. You can find all of my work at FTN Network on Friday. Have the fantasy football breakdown that comes out on Thursday. Publish the best bets article on Tuesday. I published my first draft of the fantasy football rankings, which I update on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And all throughout the week within the FTN Bets Tracker, You can find the bets that I'm making, my NFL sides, totals, and player props. Of course, use the promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. All right, that is the show. Please subscribe to the Bets TV channel on YouTube and rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. You can find me and Tommy V on Twitter at MattFTheOracle and TV at work. Thanks for joining us and see you next episode. Where's my order? Does anyone know how to find my order? How can I find my order? Break free from customer support monotony. Welcome to Intercom, the customer support platform that uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Intercom's business messenger resolves questions that can be answered automatically, so customer support feels less like Groundhog Day and more like help is on the way. Go to intercom.com slash support to learn more. With more time at home, your culinary skills have improved, but don't stop there. The selection and expertise at Best Buy can help you get the latest tech to take your skills to the next level. Cooking chops unlocked. Details at BestBuy.com. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store.
Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.